I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Five AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from six till nine on Adelaide's Five AA. Twenty-two minutes to eight. It's Matt Abraham time. Good morning to you, Matt. Good morning, Will. Good morning, David. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Sorry, I just had a bit of a. What have you done? Bit of What's a mishap down. I was moving the car. The the roller door on the office car park will only lift up about three feet. So what did you do? Someone must have driven into it. Well, I almost got the car jammed. Mm. Wait, so I've you... been running to make it back so it's to catch st- up with Matt. It stopped at the three feet mark and you thought, stuff it, I'm going anyway, <laughs> yeah. is it? Well, they do say Hiluxes are unbreakable, but I didn't want to test <laughs> yeah, it. What about far. roller doors? So I just parked so, again on the street. So that's like the loading dock at the new Royal Adelaide Hospital. You have to... <laughs> 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 they fix that by yeah. employing short drivers. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. those little trucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I think it was the same contractor yeah. we must have used. Like those, those trucks that spin around in circles at Castle <laughs> Plaza. You sit your toddlers on them, put a $2 coin in them. Anyway, we're going to talk about this a bit later because I've downloaded this council parking app. Yeah, and that, has that helped you out at all? No, it hasn't. <laughs> anyway, right. I'm puffed out. Okay. So, Matt, rural and regional South Australia, you'd think it's a, a, a stronghold for, for the Libs, but it's become the, the venue for, for, for a bit of tension on a couple of fronts, hasn't it? Well, I think it's now very dangerous territory for the South Australian Liberals. Uh, when you look at it, um, you would think it's meant to be a, a stronghold. But um, it does have a track record of, um, you know, Carleen Maywald, um, Roy McEwen, people mm. like that, uh, of independent Peter Lewis. Yep. Um, who, Peter Blacker, going who, back who a long way. set up 16 years of Labor government for the, <laughs> the Liberal right. Party. The Thank you very much. The figure that he was. <laughs> I was. I was talking to Mike Rand the day that Peter Lewis was about an hour away from making um, his uh, decision to support Labor. And Rand said to me, I'm cactus, you know. I'll never forget that. Yeah. He, he, I'm Cactus. And next minute, he's Premier. Did he, did, was he being genuine or was he, oh, yeah, was no, he foxing? No, it was a rare genuine moment. <laughs> no, no, he, he, he was. He, he, his defences were down. He, he was just staring at the abyss. And uh, he said, I'm Cactus. I'm finished. Was that 05? Uh, uh, yeah, so, so what was that? 16, uh, we're 17 years ago. Yeah, yeah, about No. Then. Earlier than that. Oh, earlier, uh, yeah, of 2002. course. 2002. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course, like of course. <laughs> yeah. Don't do maths on there. No. Um, <laughs> and, but, so it is dangerous territory for the South Australian Liberals. Now, we've seen in uh, in Queensland, the um, uh, sorry, in the New South Wales election, the Shooters and Fishers Party uh, taking seats in the lower house of uh, the National Party. So they've now got three seats. I think they have one. They've now got three in the lower house. They've, they're likely to have two or three, depending on how preferences go, in the upper house. Now, it doesn't matter so much in the lower house for uh, Gladys Berejiklian, hmm. the uh, New South Wales Premier, because she's got the numbers. She's got a, a majority in her own right. It was a great election win um, by her. It was, hmm. you know, hmm. brilliant campaigning. Um, in the upper house, though, she'll rely on a, this sort of wacky combination of uh, nothing personal intended there, of uh, people, uh, Mark Latham, uh, maybe David Leyenholm from mm. Liberal Democrats, Mark, Mark Latham from One Nation, uh, and um, possibly two or three 
um, Shooters and Fishers Party members. Mm, mm. So it's it's going to be an interesting experience for her. Um, they didn't preference One Nation, the Liberals in New South Wales. She, you know, in a way it was a sort of almost a, a, a do-it-yourself kit for Scott Morrison saying this is how you handle One Nation. You can either appease them or, as you were talking to Tim Fisher um, just before, um, you know, a few minutes ago, you you take them on. Yeah. Really take them on, and that's what he and John Howard did. What are the flashpoints that, that you see? I mean, there's been a lot of discussion this week around the Keith Hospital um, last year there was the standoff over mining access and and so forth. The thing with Keith that interests me is talking to the people in the Keith community who are upset about this, and, and indeed yesterday when we had the former chair on, her first statement about the funding impasse over the hospital was, we were so happy that we finally got a Liberal government. These people are naturally conservatives. Mm. So they have an expectation that the Liberals are going to help them, which means if things don't go according to plan, the backlash can be quite hard to manage for the Conservatives. Yeah, I'm, uh, um, and, and Stephen Wade was huffing and puffing and he's outraged that they've spent this money as though they're spending it on some sort of uh, uh, frolic. You know, they're spending yeah. it because it's so hard to get GPs and uh, other doctors in in a regional hospital. And you have, you've got to pay sort of exorbitant rates to get sort of locums and so on in. Um, so their budget's blown over. It's a private hospital. It's funded by the state government. You've got a, the Royal Adelaide Hospital here is costing taxpayers a million dollars a day. Yeah. Yeah. Not a million dollars a year, a mm. million dollars a day for the next 20 years. That's mm. what we pay to run, to have private contractors effectively, run the Royal Adelaide Hospital. It's peanuts what's happening in Keith. They, uh, the Labor Party took so much heat over it, and, and they eventually um, had to fund it because they were looking at the closure of the hospital. And I think it's a good point. There's an expectation, if you're in the bush, that the Liberal Party's going to look after you in South Australia. Um, and yet we saw, we've seen both with Keith, where they're going to play hardball with it, uh, the, the Keith Hospital, and with the mining, um, absolute cock-up. Uh, last year with the mining, the way uh, uh, they were treated. Um, this is on York Peninsula and other areas yep. where, where farmers wanted some sort of protection from mining companies. Uh, it, you know, it is a dangerous... I think it's a dangerous game they play, and you can't wait till about six months before the election and say, oh, we do love you now. Hmm. Because by then, if you're seeing what's happening in New South Wales and you've seen what's happening in Queensland, you may start to see in South Australia a more hard-line conservative uh, push uh, and seats not going to the Nats, not going to independence, but going to either One Nation, maybe, or more likely the Shooters and Fishers Party. Yeah, yeah. 16 minutes to eight. More with Matt Abraham right after this. 13 minutes to eight. Matt Abraham with us in the 5AA Breakfast Studio, dissecting a week in political spin. I'll take um, contrary nominations, but I would have thought the most audacious bit of spin uh, in the last week was that from Pauline Hanson's One Nation with regard to the Al Jazeera piece that she's described as a hit piece. Matt, I just want to read you her tweet and get your take on on uh, how One Nation have uh, have tried to spin this story. Pauline Hanson says, I was shocked and disgusted with the Al Jazeera hit piece. A Qatari government organisation should not be targeting Australian political parties. This has been referred to ASIO. After the full hit piece has been released, I'll make a full statement and take all appropriate action. Somebody tweeted a photo, speaking of Twitter, of a purported Australian Federal Police office uh, when they get a, a complaint about political interference and it's got one guy sort of asleep over the, <laughs> over the, the petition. The rest of the office is empty. 
<laughs> they weren't really getting cracking on no, it. No, they got their uh, best man on the case. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it, it is interesting spin, though, coming from a political party. And it, it does show, um, I think, the influence of, the, the, I suppose, the sharpness of Mark Latham, who's uh, n- now a One Nation mm. Upper House uh, MP in the New South Wales Parliament, because he's got a platform, but he's also, um, he knows the media, he hates the media. Um, but he understands the media. And mm. he very quickly turned... And it is a disaster. It's ridiculous yeah. what, what they were doing, asking for $20 million. Sure, it was a sting. Um, they, they were they were set up um, uh, by it. That's got its own issues, I suppose. But he, he said... He turned it around and said, well, you know, this, this is entrapment, effectively. And that set the tone for the message. And, of course, you mentioned that you, you work in the... You know, that there's a, it's Al Jazeera... Um, a lot of people may not even, you know, they might think Al Jazeera is a terrorist organisation, not a, a legitimate news organisation, mm, mm, um, and a good one. Yeah, yeah, it and, is, it and, is. and that's the message that they're able to. Now that won't wash out in in Middle Australia in seats like Boothby and so on, but it does wash out with their constituency. It makes them even more rusted on because it, it it feeds into their 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 sort of world view that yeah. there's external forces at play that are trying to tear Pauline down. Mm. That's that's what they're. Convinced of. Who would have thought, though, that that the greatest media ally of the Morrison government could end up being Al Jazeera? <laughs> like they've, they've, they've done the, they've done the government yeah, a massive yeah. failure because it, it it has the people who are wavering in their support for One Nation or in in support for the the coalition and think maybe I will shift over to One Nation. They're the ones who will hear these stories and go, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm, yeah. not I'm not putting my vote there. It's such a spectacular contradiction too, isn't it? The idea that somehow, you know, there's this, 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 this concept. How dare foreign influence? Foreign influence. I mean, what a horrific concept to think some outside actor might be wanting to influence Australian politics. Yeah. While mm. we're trying to get $20 million from the US National Royal <laughs> yeah. Association. Yeah. To change and, our laws. To, to, to help change our laws. Um <laughs> It, it 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 really is quite bizarre. I I um went and had a look because I thought, well, maybe there's some people in the U.S. Parliament, you know, the Congress, House of Reps, whatever, mm. who are blatantly Shooters Party, and there aren't. There there are no um, real independents. It's it's either um you know Republican or Democrat, and it's been like that for yonks. Mm. I, I mean, they have enormous influence, but they're not so blatant as to sort of line themselves up under the a title Shooters and Fishers Party. In terms of uh, in terms of independence, um, after the, the last um, and most recent drama that Georgina Downer had with that proposed school visit, Rebecca Sharkey looks firmly entrenched as the, the member for Mayo, doesn't she, Matt? She she does. Oh, I think she was anyway. But Georgina Downer is campaigning very hard, um, as in, as is Nicole Flint, um, and and we have seen the big check. I've brought my checkbook in. Have any of you? Have any of you? Do you still seen, use a checkbook? I, 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 do you have a check checkbook? No, I don't. I've, in fact, I, I write about, about four checks a, a year, usually at Christmas to, to the kids. You know, like, yeah. that's a checkbook. It's not um, big enough, though. No, no, no. That's it. You've got to enlarge it. But I think it's hilarious. No one has checks anymore. But the political device of the big check. Um, still do you think Georgina's going to come in with a giant pay wave in future? <laughs> well, that's you know, it doesn't have the same. It doesn't have the same well, cachet, the, does it? The, the, the big. The big EFT. Yeah, that's right. The big electronics fund transfer. What's, <laughs> your, what's your BSB? Just stand there holding it up on a piece exactly. of paper. There'll be a giant... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mind you, a lot of churches now have got electronic collection plates. They do, just yeah. pay, pay wave them. Yeah.
Seriously. Which I think yep. is the end of religion as we know. <laughs> I do like this flyer, though. Problems. Speaking of um, MPs, this is Steve Georgianis. Now, he's a member for Hindmarsh. He's, he's been booted out of Hindmarsh because the seat of Port Adelaide disappeared, so Mark Butler's taken Hindmarsh. He's now uh, running for Adelaide. I think he'll comfortably win the seat of Adelaide, um, uh, which is being vacated by one excellent member. <laughs> you don't have to say that, Matt. No, you, I'm happy to say it, uh, Kate Ellis. But this says Steve Georgianis. I get all these flyers. Federal Member of Parliament, Labour for Adelaide. Nowhere does it mention that he's a member for Hindmarsh. Uh, it, it's, it's very clever, subtle, slightly, to me, a little bit dishonest mm. uh, marketing. But no one would be able to complain about it because it's factually accurate. He he's is a federal trans- member of Parliament. And he is running as Labor for Adelaide. Transitioning in an easterly direction. Probably he, all those photos now, he's not, he's not hanging around outside the Cowandilla Milk Bar <laughs> no. anymore. As you may be aware, the Australian Electoral Commission completed significant boundary distributions in South Australia. As a result of these changes, your household will be part of the Adelaide electorate. He could say, and as a result of them, I've lost my seat and I'm trying to win yours. <laughs> yeah, a fair point. Like, we're not going to you, Steve. You're coming to us. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Anyway... Um, that's interesting. I it's not a favour In terms of spin, it's quite good tracking those. Yeah. Good on you, Matt. Good Always you. great to Pleasure. catch up. Just good before you came in, Matt, David made the point that on Sky they were reporting Theresa May would, has announced she'd step down in the event that her, um, her, her, her Brexit plan is accepted. There's been another development since then, and for those that are tired of the whole Brexit discussion, I've got bad news for you. The only thing they can agree on now is that the date is going to be changed. The House has just voted overwhelmingly in favour of changing the date of Brexit in the UK law. What it'll look like, still a mystery, but that's just coming through from the UK. Matt, appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Cheers, Matt. This is ACAST Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favourite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. Let's get real. Have you ever wondered why adults are so obsessed with Disney? I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and on my new podcast, Very Amusing, I'm discussing every story, secret, and shenanigan I know to bring you an inside look at what's really going on there. From secret spaces like Disneyland's private $15,000 dinner to surprising celebrity hot takes, we're covering all of your curiosities. Subscribe to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.